If you save a marriage, if another child is brought into this world, the, the world is changed forever. Um, so hopefully if, if that can happen, then praise God, you know, we, you know, we've been successful. So if you're anything like me, you like superhero books um, or movies. Um, and why? Well, it's a lot today when you have, it seems like the whole culture is crushing you and you can't win at anything. Well, there's a new book out called Catholic Joe's Superhero. And um, it's about a Catholic man who is a superhero and who fights for what's good and wins. Um, that's something very rare. The author is Stephen Thomas, a great guy. He has been a, he was a former seminarian, pro-life activist. He's father of eight, just a really great Catholic man. He knows his stuff. It's very encouraging. And I uh, just want to introduce you to Stephen Thomas, and he's going to introduce us to his book, Catholic Joe Superhero. Stay tuned to this episode of the Jonathan Weston Show. Stephen Thomas, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks, John Henry. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, Stephen, tell us, of all the different cultural issues going on in our world today, why did you choose marriage to focus on? Oh, all right. How long do we have? Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, the reason I focused on marriage is because, I, I mean, I really believe that God has prepared me for this moment at, at this time on this, you know, planet Earth. Um, so I came from a divorced family, came from just a really broken situation. Uh, both parents came from broken situations. So um, so I, I, I call it, I was raised in the crucible of divorce. And it was from that, from that pain, that suffering, the woundedness that um, brought me to um, really a need and a want and a desire and a love for marriage. Um, I wanted a family. I wanted, you know, and, and God has blessed me with a family. But let me go back. So it started when I was 17 years old. Um, somebody gave me this little white booklet, Mother of Christ's Crusade. And um, and again, I was uh, I, I wasn't living a good life. I um, you know, used to party and was with the rough crowd. And so I read this little booklet and it changed my life. Um, again, divorce, all this just darkness read this book about these little children to Fatima that, you know, saving souls from flowing like snowflakes into hell and, uh, you know, wearing little ropes, these little kids. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, and the whole idea of hell. And, you know, so, so that was the thing that really started my, we'll call it reversion. And so from there, again, this whole just desire, this hunger for family and for marriage. So, you know, and again, at Fatima, our Blessed Mother, she said the final battle would be over marriage. And so I feel like not, not just me, and I'm not this, you know, you know I'm Catholic Joe, we'll talk about him as, as being the, you know, the superhero. Um, I am just, a, you know, a broken vessel that, you know, God pours his grace into, and hopefully some of it comes out the right way. Um, so, so anyways, so just really um, that the whole desire for marriage is, is a white hot fire in my soul. And, and I will do whatever I can. I, you know, even growing up um, with my wife, when I did marry, uh, we, you know, we taught nat natural family planning. You know, we were really involved in the, I did chastity education for youth, uh, things like that, prayed at the abortion clinic. So very involved in life, very involved in marriage um, from, you know, fr from an early age. So, uh, 
So that's my white hot passion, John Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your your dedication to the book was says um, yes to the Blessed Mother and Saint Joseph, but also the millions of victims of divorce. Um, why divorce, especially? There's there, there's lots in the whole marriage fight right now, but why divorce? Is it particularly because you, of your upbringing that way? Yeah, and so I went to a conference. It was a Sikh conference, and it was really very intense. Twenty two thousand young adults, missionaries on fire for Christ, came home that night and had a um, I don't know if call it religious experience, but I had an intense experience of prayer where God gave me this whole uh, basically talk of, you know, the thing is, is and, and basically there, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Remember the army of the dead? You remember how mm-hmm. they raised the army of the dead to basically vanquish evil? Um, I, I think of it like that. We, we've got to raise, there's this mass of wounded humanity um, that, that have been affected and afflicted by divorce. And so I feel called really to speak to them, to speak to you know, whenever there's a divorce, so when I when I went through divorce with my parents, you know, there's a little fissure or fracture in your in, at the core of who you are, and and oftentimes darkness goes into that, and you know it's just like a wound where infection will you know same thing with with divorce. There's a wound that that happens and darkness goes in, and I feel called to bring those people to the to Jesus Christ on the cross to, to basically to say, give me that darkness, give it to me. Right. This is why I came. I mean, I've got, you know, I've got my little this is I've had this for, you know, for for decades, but I, I sleep by it. It's, um, but, you know, give me give me that woundedness. Give me that darkness. I will just, you know, I will make it nothing. But here's here's you know, it's not just that, but it's about and I want your woundedness. Every time you feel that that pain, that suffering, I want you to bring that to me. Um, I want you to bring it to me, and we're going to take it to the Father, and you're going to see the Father's eyes of gratitude look at you. He's going to look at you. When you offer that suffering up, that that woundedness up with me on the cross, souls are going to be saved. So there's this whole mass of people that have been wounded, that are scarred, that we need to reunite them with Christ. Hmm. Wow. In our day, that's that's really challenging. Um Let's talk about your book, Catholic Joe Superhero. First of all, why superhero? Why go for superheroes? Uh, yeah, so, well, I mean, obviously in this day and age, everybody, you know, people love superheroes. They like winners, right? And I'll be honest, you know, as a man, as a white man, um, you know, we've been getting our butts kicked, I mean, in the last decades, right? And so I thought, you know what? Um, and it's, this is great. This is, you know, I've got a very vivid imagination. I have more thoughts in the morning in the shower than most people have in a month. Um, so, you know, I thought, why not create somebody who is this Catholic figure um, that is, you know, almost larger than life? Again, he still has his flaws, but, um, you know, I wanted somebody that, again, could do all the things I wish I could do, could say all the things I wish I could say, and and just kick butt. And win, you know what I mean? It's, I feel like Donald Trump. We, you know, win, right? Um, so he's he's somebody that wins. Um, but obviously, sometimes in our faith, winning doesn't look the same as it does in the world. So he he goes through all of that. So there's a really deep theology that's woven throughout the book. It's not just a it's not just like a fun, happy-go-lucky book. It's very deep, um, and there's a lot of texture to it. 
Indeed. At the same time, the writing style is is not alienating at all. It it really is. Young people can enjoy this uh, without you know needing a theology degree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. No. It's not. It's by no means is it is it that deep. Um, but again, you know, with the catechesis over the last few decades, you know, it. Yeah. So it it's. Um, but it does it does have enough enough of the depth, especially in regards to marriage and the church's teaching on marriage. I mean. My mother-in-law, Mary Olson, um, she she read it and she you know she couldn't put it down, and she goes, "I wish I would have read this before I'd gotten married." Um, mm. Yeah, that's again, that's very holy woman. You know, she's a prayer warrior, um, but she said that, and it just it made a real impact on me. I'm like, well, praise God for that. And so I would say anybody anybody thinking about marriage, anybody that's married, this book will you know it it, it really will take it to a totally different level. So tell us a little bit about Catholic Joe. So Catholic Joe is an ex high level military guy, Lieutenant General. He was woke out of the military. And I don't know if you know of any other Lieutenant Generals that have been woke out of the military, but there, there are some parallels. Um, I try not to use real names, um, but he was woke out of the military. His, he finds out, and again, he was raised in a very solid traditional family. His, his, his parents emigrated from Malta, right? Most Catholic country, you know, in the world. Um, I don't know, maybe the Philippines are not, but, but anyway, so he, you know, so he comes from a very solid, staunch Catholic family and a vibrant Catholic family, not just a, you know, not just staunch, but, you know, very vibrant, loving Catholic family and Italian too, right? So, um, so they've got their own, their own spin on it. So he finds out his youngest brother, Vinny, is going to be divorced and he just, he couldn't, he couldn't get his arms around. It just was so foreign to him because marriage and family was just everything to them. So he um, he decides to fly out to Las Vegas where Vinny and his wife and two children live. And um, of course, with two Italian brothers, they, you know, they, they end up beating the heck out of each other. And, uh, and uh, you know, Joe, who's trained, he used to, tra he used to train spec ops. So he's, he's like one of the most dangerous men on the planet. Gets his it gets his brother Vinny in a naked choke cold and says Vinny we you know we, we got to figure this out so anyway that's how the book starts and and really th throughout the book um, there's all kinds of you know mystery and intrigue um, there's and it, you know it's a fiction it's a it's a fiction but there's more truth in it than there is fiction so I you know I borrowed a lot of different things from a lot of real incidences that have happened um, talked to a guy by the name of Philip Nielsen had the red cap report. You know, he he talked to me. You know, he used to research all of the the cardinals and the bishops, and so he gave me a lot of good you know good things to think about. Again, didn't want to use real names, um, but I wanted to show that our church. Um, yeah, and again, let me step back. You know, I love the church with all my heart, and you know, and and you know, I just I want to do whatever I can to help it. Um, but I just I just can't go on with how the church is dealing with marriage. Um, because if you know you've got a close to sixty percent failure rate in marriage, you know the, the sacrament of matrimony. If you had that type of a failure rate in the sacrament of holy orders, they would do something about it. And so one of the things in the book, you know, kind of the really the I don't want to give everything away, but you know, kind of the where the book reaches its apex is is Joe. You know, he looks to the bishops and he says, "What are you going to do about it?" And he says, "Fix it." You know, and and again, it's just. It, the whole the whole gist of the book revolves around marriage, but also it, it reveals some corruption in the church, corruption in our government, 
there's a lot of really fun scenes in there. Um, again, you know, when you think about when you you listen to the news, you get frustrated, right? I mean, you're like, oh, you know, this I can't believe the FBI raided this this family's house. And, you know, and, and the guy, you know, the, all the kids are screaming, crying. Well, Joe, you know, the FBI raided his house, but, you know, it's it's not what it's not what you would expect. And um, again, Joe's a superhero. So, you know, chalk one up for, you know, there's a, there's a win for 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 Joe. Um, so things like that. So they, you know, they, they, they deceive him into coming into the FBI headquarters um, and they and they take him to prison. And they're going to Epstein him. I, I just made that word up. I don't know if it's really a verb, but um, and and uh, so you know. So again, you know, there's all kinds of things like that woven throughout the book, and you know, and I have to say, so one of the probably the biggest um, encourage you know source of encouragement for me was my sister, who's very liberal. I love her. I love you, Deb. I really do. Um, uh, very liberal. Very highly educated. Um, she said she was going to read it. And so I was like, oh, geez, what, you know, can't, can't wait to hear this, uh, what happens here. And so she read it and she, in tears, she goes, I, I, I never really fully realized how deep and how beautiful our church and our faith was. Mm. And to me, that was such a testament. And she came back to church and I'm like, praise God. And again, I, you know, I'm not, listen, you know, I, like I said, broken vessel, you know, God can do again. God usually chooses the, you know, the bumbling idiots to uh, to make things work, um, just to, so that people realize that it really is Him. So, so you know, praise God for that. But just th that type of of depth and texture um, is woven throughout the book, and I had a lot of fun writing it. I mean, I actually I wrote a lot of it in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. So, yeah. um, I had we, you know, there's some there was like some. Uh, there's some arm wrestling with Jesus a few times where, you know, Vinny, you know, Vinny likes to swear. And so it's like, well, Jesus, how do I, you know, he drops an F-bomb, what, you know? And so, um, you know, so we, we, we both agreed that we're going to just put the first letter and we're going to star, 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 and, you know, we, you know, keep it somewhat calm. Um, but there was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of times when I was writing in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, and again, I'm talking to Jesus, I'm, I'm writing the book. And again, I've got this imagination that just goes crazy. And so, you know, as I'm writing, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm crying, I'm tearing up. I'm, you know, you're in the scene, you know, you're there when, when this, this thing is happening, you know, and it's just, um, for me, it was such a, um, it was such an adventure that I, you know, I, I can't wait to write the next one. I mean, you know, as soon as God willing, you know, we financially, we can kind of make things work. Um, you know, I want to start, I've already been starting to compile what we're going to do for the next one. But uh, yeah, so the the book itself, I hope is, you know, is kind of inspired with the Holy Spirit, that, that people's lives can be changed. And especially marriages, I, I look at it this way. If, if one marriage is saved, if one more child is born, then praise God, then, then, then the world is, I would say the world has changed. You know, if you, if you save a marriage, if you, you know, if another child is brought into this world, the, the world is changed forever. Um, so hopefully if, if that can happen, then praise God, you know, we've, you know, we've been successful. Well, let me ask you, what, what do you make of it? I mean, what's, what have you seen going on with regard to annulments, marriage, how it's dealt with in the church? Well, it, it, they, they make it very, very easy. Um, like you said, you know, write a check. 
I mean, that, that's just, that's wrong. I mean, you know, even, yeah. It, so there's, again, it's a very difficult subject because you're dealing with people that aren't fully informed, people that aren't educated. Again, you know, when we got our marriage prep, yeah, we got a little pamphlet that talked about what the church, the beautiful teaching of the church teaching on, you know, on the nuptial act and, you know, natural family planning. And, you know, uh, you know, we got a little pamphlet. That's why, it, you know, it just kind of fries my egg when, you know, we, we train men and, and thankfully we train them for at least eight years to be priests, to live out their vocation. But married couples, you know, we give them a, maybe a day or two. So, I mean, I can't listen. I can't. I can't go after the couples that want to get annulments because they weren't fully trained. I can look at the church and say, "Guys, fix marriage. All right, fix it. You know what I mean." Mm -hmm. So I went through five years of seminary training, and when I got out, I decided, you know, God was calling me out. Um, I've got eight beautiful, beautiful living children. We we have we've miscarried, um, but we've got eight beautiful living children. Um, and when when I first came, you know, when I first got married, um, a good friend of mine, um, father at the time, father Kaffer, Bishop Kaffer. Um, he said, you know what, I want you to teach, I want you to teach engaged couples. I want you to teach them, you know, natural family planning. And, and I had no idea what it was. I mean, and again, I'm married already and I'm, you know, I had no idea. And it wasn't until it really wasn't until I, I really learned and studied that I just realized the beauty. And, and again, that whole the whole lifestyle when you live the church's teaching in marriage is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And it, it again, it just, you know, we used to teach engage, you know, we, we, we used to teach engaged couples and, you know, they'd ask, well, how many kids do you have? Well, we got eight. And they're like, oh, you know, they're like, wait, wait, you know, I don't think I want to use what you're using. Well, you know, it's, we're not, you know, we're not using anything. It's a lifestyle that will change and transform your life. If you want to stay married, you know, it's very crucial to staying married, you know, not, you know, introducing contraception, which will, again, the very, the most holy and beautiful act becomes, you know, uh, distorted, right? So the, from, so the grace is meant to be imparted from the very beginning, it's distorted and grace can't be, you know, depart, imparted like, like God wants it to be. So, and again, we're, we're in an era of confusion, right? Um, I mean, Satan is, is alive and well, you know, we are in a total era of confusion. And when you get teachings like that that come out that aren't clear, I mean, St. John Paul II, Pope Benedict XVI, very specific, very clear. When you get these documents that come out, again, they're so opaque. It's, you know, it, it just, it causes confusion. And that's the trademark of Satan, right? Is confusion. So I, yeah, again, you, you go back to, you know, 1968, Humanae Vitae. Um, you know, we had the teaching Paul the Sixth, St. Paul the Sixth went against what all of his advisors were telling him to do. The Holy Spirit was alive and well, you know, and and we didn't, we never fully enacted that teaching. We never, you know, that the it really is a linchpin. When you when you don't get that right, you get things like promiscuity, homosexuality, all these things that come from not being able to get that right, which is the church's teaching on sexuality and the, the sexual, the nuptial act. Here's a question for you. Um, Catholic Joe, how would he react to a Pope who seems to be spouting all these things <laughs> going the way of the world? 
You are setting me up for my second book, John Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah, no, it's, um, it, it, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting because that'll be a tough one because, again, there's always a tension between um, obedience and a tension between uh, being prophetic and and holding on to the truth of Christ's church. Um, so that's um that's a good question. Catholic Joe is going to have to wrestle with that one, and uh, but believe me, you know um, he doesn't do anything half leap. He's everything is like you know he's all in. So I think um, yeah that's a good question and uh, something that you'll see in the next book. So if you go to the website www.catholicjoesuperhero.com, you can buy it there or you can email me. I I'd, I'd like you to email me because I'd love to get your feedback. Catholic Joe Superhero at gmail.com. So Catholic Joe Superhero at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. And thank you for this opportunity, John Hermie. Love it. Love your show. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get, be back for the second book.